0: Hi there, this is Erin Nicole, and you're listening to the Move Happy Movement podcast. On this show, I interview people from all over the world, anyone from professional custodians all the way up to presidential candidates of other countries. One day, my big bodacious dream is to interview the top level leadership of the country that I was born in, uh, whether currently active leadership or formerly that are still alive. I'm from the United States of America, the land where we're known worldwide for dreaming big and being able to pursue a life of happiness is one of our inalienable rights. So part of this show, the purpose of the mission of Move Happy is to help empower you to find happiness from within. And... A part of Move Happy's pillars are the three tenets or three pillars that have helped me um, through my life, through my 30-plus years, uh, to find healing when uh, traditional methods of uh, mental health services uh, were either not available, not affordable, or just didn't work for me. So the three pillars of Move Happy are mindset, community, and fitness or movement that you enjoy doing. Uh, we splash in their music because music is just a part of my soul. It's a part of my being. It's, it is a huge part of my identity. And when we interview people on the show, we talk about their favorite ways to move their bodies. We talk about uh, some tips and strategies for keeping a positive mindset for their professional industry For those that might be listening that are either interested and aspiring to become whatever it is that they are doing in their career path or um, if they volunteer, you know, if they're interested in getting in that area of philanthropy and things of that nature and some tips and strategies on building communities, friendships, pro-social activities for those that might be struggling. with building friendships, building relationships in hopes to help you take little golden nuggets, take the knowledge, and transform that knowledge into action in your life. I'm definitely not an all-knowing being when it comes to all of these things. Uh, The creator of the universe inspired me back in 2018, um, a very, very dark day to keep going and revealed to me my purpose. So I've continued to be honorable, to listen, to be obedient as best I could with the circumstances that life has thrown in my direction. And sometimes on the show, I don't interview anyone. I speak on topics that are spirit-led that I believe the creator of the universe has put on my heart to speak about to you and to maybe give you some hope uh, maybe remind you of some truths that you had heard when you were younger that you've walked away from uh, to hopefully bring you back uh, to your spiritual connection to whatever deity you believe is um, calling you to a greater life so that you can find happiness you can pursue it with your being and learn to enjoy the little things in life and be reminded of just how blessed you really are right now no matter how challenging your circumstances are so when i do speak myself on spirit-led conversations And a little bit when I interview people, I get real deep. I talk real talk about what's going on in my life. And I believe the reason why I go through such strenuous and challenging circumstances is to be that role model example to you in your life to help you stop complaining, to give you some real tough truth, Of how I'm able to continue focusing on finding happiness from within, no matter what. So today's topic, the Creator poured in my heart at 9.57 a.m. Aaron, I want you to speak on patience. And I am obedient to the creator because whenever i have delayed my obedience it has never served me but when i have listened and taken action immediately when the creator has poured in my heart um, encouraged me to do something it has always benefited myself but also many others as well and there are there are miracles in this world today uh, we are blessed in that we can see them. If you choose to look for the miracles in everyday life or you choose to listen to conversations where people have been able to overcome extenuating circumstances, there are so many miracles. Sometimes we as human beings get so caught up in desiring for these these miracles or problems to be solved right now. Uh, With the advancement of technologies, with the smartphones, uh, with the smart watches, with the smart eye, Google glasses, whatever that is um, being advanced so swiftly, we have lost a sense of patience in uh, the perfect timing for things. I'll give you an example of a miracle I had shared it l- briefly a little bit on the last episode towards the end that I had released, um, uh, the other day, but I had heard, uh, I was in training in a new day job and, uh, you know, we get to get to focusing on the training but then we had a little bit of downtime so we're like sharing a little bit about our personal lives to you know get to know each other a little better as as people do when they work with people right you build that sense of trust and my coworker shared with me um, where they're from originally they don't live there now but they were visiting their family member um, back where they're from which is in the United States of America, I had heard about this statistic in my undergrad back in like 2006, somewhere around there, maybe 2005, The in, in my health education, I believe it was my health ed class. The city it is a highly populated city in the United States. This is the um, number one city for murders for people of color, uh specifically for men in the category of people of color in their mid 20s. Like young 20s, like 22, 21, I want to say it was like 21 to 25 or something like that. Um so in the United States, it's like the worst place to live if you want to live past your 20s if you are a man of color. And my coworker is a woman of color and her sibling was a man of color. He was shot 47 times. I was like, oh, oh my goodness. Like, I am so sorry to hear that. And she's like, he's alive. And I was like, wait, what? He survived that? And she was like, yeah, he still has a lot of the remains of the bullets in his body. She said my mom and I had to tell the medical staff to prioritize his internal organs because they were trying to get the bullets out of his face when he still had bullets around his heart and in his lungs and whatnot. I was like, oh my gosh. Like, what do you say to someone that shares something like that with you other than just demonstrating empathy. That to me immediately, because because my eyes are in tune to the spiritual realm, that to me was a miracle. I said, wow, what do you think the meaning of this is? And the reason I believe why that that question came to me immediately um, was not because I'm some guru in mental health it's because I've been through real stuff and I went through a few sessions of therapy as a child and that was something that when I revealed something hard to my therapist um, I was uh, sharing with her about the abuse that I had experienced as a young child she asked me, what do you think the meaning of this is? So that, I believe, was why that, that question came to me. And my coworker that was, you know, training me, we had this, like, quiet time by ourselves, a little bit of downtime for a few moments on the job, and she said, well, honestly, um, he needs to get out of the life that he chose to get into. And I was like, Wow. She's like being super real with me and I'm so grateful that she felt trustworthy enough to share that with me because now I get to share a miracle with you guys and something that you might consider is if you aren't feeling like you're that patient in life um if you're desiring to be more patient in your life goals and maybe you're pursuing a new career path or maybe you desire to have you know the person of your dreams or whatnot you can't always control uh, when violence is going to happen to one of your family members right so this happened to her family member not to her directly she doesn't live geographically in the area um, but it still is impacting her professionally and personally, because she had just gotten back from visiting them. She was literally telling me she was on the, the bus or on the train. And she was coming back um, to where she lives now and got the phone call that her brother was shot. And then the next day her cousin was killed. He did not survive it. Um, and she's obviously experiencing some PTSD doesn't want to be around a lot of people Um, understandably so she's grieving while also working and you know taking care of her family and things like that Uh, you can't control other people's behaviors towards you or towards your family members but violence impacts everyone everywhere but so does love and light and being kind uh, there was a statistic that Les Brown had shared. I was watching YouTube videos a lot and listening to them on my drive to work back when the year my father passed away in 2016 and 2017, driving to the psych hospital where this whole move happy thing started. Um, and I remember this video that uh, Les Brown, if you haven't heard of him, like definitely go look him up. Um, he's got really powerful videos. He's a public speaker, but his story of overcoming life uh, challenges is very powerful. And he shared that it takes 16 positive comments or positive, I want to say compliments or adorations to equalize or neutralize one negative comment or one negative experience it takes a lot more of us light workers that are sharing love joy peace patience kindness goodness it takes 16 positives to balance out one negative so for her family member getting shot 47 times right yes he survived it but she's still experiencing this trauma, right? So she has to have every single day 16 positives just to balance out that one negative experience of grief, at least I imagine. I don't know fully because I'm not in her shoes. I haven't gone through what she has gone through. Um, But I'm trying to demonstrate and explain to you the importance of Bringing more love in the world, spreading more kindness in the world. Today's topic on patience is one attribute of love. If we go into um, the definition of love, of true love, um, it is in 1 Corinthians. If you believe in the same faith system that I do, um, there is a, a set of verses that describes what love is. First Corinthians 13 starts at verse 4. Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. Uh, this is the NIV version, by the way. It is not proud. It is not rude. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no records of wrongs. Love love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. Love never fails, but where there are prophecies, they will cease. Where there are tongues, they will be stilled. Where there is knowledge, it will pass away. And it goes on and on and on. Um, So one aspect of love in this show, in this mission of Move Happy is to help you find happiness from within, but the deep-seated root and the purpose of Move Happy is to spread more love around the world. One aspect of that is patience. So she might have had some goals and dreams to maybe apply to be a leader on the team, right? She's got to be patient now because this violence, this, this, it was a random act of violence, but she did admit that her family member was involved in some things. So maybe like gang life or whatnot, um, that's impacting her professionally, right? Um, so she might have to be patient for a little while to grieve, to heal through this process, um and work extra hard at making sure she feels safe in her workplace that her fa- you know checking in on family members and things like that <clears throat> so other aspects of patience not just in like your career path but being patient just in general with other human beings um using the same example the same person so I'm getting trained in this skill set that's not my area of genius and I'm working to be really patient with her she's working to be really patient with me we know like this is one part of the job that Aaron will probably not be doing on a regular basis but you know we had to check the boxes and make sure that I received the training Um, I After going through a couple of days, um, training with her, I have so much respect for her role and for some of the other people that do that uh, position every now and then the responsibility that they have, because those are skill sets that I just, I don't come naturally to, Uh, but I respect them because they are necessary as a part of the team, right? Um, there are different parts aspects to your profession maybe you run an organization and you're listening to the show right now and you're like there are a lot of different roles responsibilities there's HR there's accounting there's taxes there's um, our IT department there's our auditors there's our sales crew our marketing crew our promotions right there's all these different aspects of running an organization right you might be leading the team, you might be the head, the face of the company, right, as you go out and you speak to people about your brand story and whatnot, and you don't know how to do everything that your team members do. That requires a lot of patience on your part and a lot of patience on your team members parts, because you're speaking to outsiders of your organization about how confident you are with your company, right? Because that, if you didn't speak confidently about your company, no one would purchase from you, right? No one would do business with you. You also have to be patient with your team members because if you haven't noticed, everyone is hiring around here, (laughs) especially in the United States. There's a lot of turnover in just about every job people can't seem to hire people to stick and stay well what is going on with that well because there are so many opportunities through the smartphone technologies people are wanting to become entrepreneurs Um, they also experienced real life uh, 2020 happened to all of us we all were stuck indoors right for the most part Companies that were not working remotely all of a sudden had to work remotely overnight. Otherwise, they were going to, you know, have to be shut down and whatnot. And then in 2021, we started to open back up. Businesses started to become uh, back in person and employees were like, wait a second. I actually really some of them really enjoyed working from home and having the opportunity to do so, um, many people that work better by themselves, that maybe have a slight level of ADD, like myself, um, undiagnosed, this is just me being self-aware. Um, they work better when there's less extraneous noises, and they prefer to be able to be at home so they can use their own bathroom whenever they need to, and not wait to get permission for a ten-minute break or whatnot. Like there's a variety of factors in the level of patience that employees have to give to the company that they work for if they're coming back in person. And if you are a leader of an organization, what's really important and what we see the successful businesses are doing, successful leaders are doing, is they are... Going all the way down to the bottom level and checking in on employees to making sure that they feel respected in the workplace um they're getting they're receiving um surveys often to check in on their happiness level they're um, offering them you know break pods where they can meditate in a little net pod thing um they're giving them they're feeding them they're giving them. Um, snacks and different incentives catered meals on Mondays catered meals on Fridays right they're helping to get them to show up to work after a weekend if they work Monday through Friday like the companies that are successful right now are demonstrating that they care about their team members and that in turn is benefiting their profits because people feel loved and cared for at the workplace the culture's Positive, right? And, or it's, you know, they're working to improve their culture and they're not just doing it one time and then it's a done deal, it's fixed. No, it's an ongoing process, an ever changing thing. Just like a family would check in and communicate with each other on a regular basis, so too successful businesses are checking in on their team members. They're offering space for them to be their creative selves. Um, within reason right Um, and they're providing a safe space for people to learn to make mistakes and to grow and improve businesses that are not patient that are not exhibiting any aspects of love are not gonna do so well, I believe, long term. So that's my bit on on businesses. Of course, I've never ran a multi million corporation or anything of that nature yet. I believe if the creator desires for me to do so that it would happen in a swift moment. But I do believe that the creator is allowing me to receive training, to give advice, um, and allowing me to grow my ministry bit by bit, day by day. Not so much to have all of these dollars roll in necessarily, but to be able to make a global impact no matter what the payroll looks like. I've been extremely patient my entire life because I just go with where I am directed to go. I'm not afraid. I'm one of those people that's not afraid to make mistakes, take action, and move swiftly. I've learned through the advice of my hero of 2020 that later became my husband earlier this year. Um, There's different animal spirits in different belief systems and um, what he saw within me was that I have the spirit of a rabbit that moves very swiftly. The benefit of that is that I make swift action. The Negative aspect of it is that if I make swift action that I should not have made, then I have to course correct. So there is a benefit of other animal spirits like the owl, right? Is like wise or the tortoise is slow and steady, but moves consistently and eventually will get to the prize, right? So there's different stories if you're familiar with the Judeo-Christian storybook Uh, there's different translations but if you're familiar with the story of Jonah (laughs) I would say I am not like Jonah. Jonah was told to do something and disobeyed and then was swallowed by this big old whale or fish and was in the belly of the fish for, you know, this large fish, this large animal of of the sea. Was in the belly for three days and then was spit up out, you know. like was like, all right, God, I'm going to i to listen to you finally on this one. I do apologize. I'm in this this situation now. Can you help me out? I'm ready to listen to you. No, I believe that I've always been a good listener to the Creator. And when I'm being told to do something. But sometimes what I've had to learn is that sometimes things are revealed to us for a future date to prepare us, to plant seeds for us, to get ready to make moves. And for me, it's being patient with the timing of when I should take appropriate moves. So some of us have different spiritual gifts. And one of those gifts that I have is the gift of premonition. Not all things are revealed to me, right? It's bits and pieces. But when I have uh, been patient and listened to the creator of the universe and allowed for things to be revealed to me, I'm learning now to say in your timing, not in mine, what should I focus on today? I think we can learn a little bit from everybody. Take take what you like, leave what you don't. Um, I had mentioned this on I think the last episode or maybe a couple episodes ago of my podcast. Uh, listening to uh, of or watching, I should say, a YouTube video that um, uh, with Oprah's voice. I don't think it was on Oprah's channel. Like someone like repurposed her content from one of her speeches, and it was really well done. Uh, listening to her speak on moving forward progressing forward successful people don't have every single step in their knowledge bank what successful people do what patient people do is to know the next step and to not be afraid to be patient and wait if the next step hasn't been revealed yet and that's where I'm at right now the creator told me during this whole bank scam where these these uh, government contractors have been doing this all over the nation they have been personifying as a certain political party they have I believe hacked into people's accounts pretending to be that person and then writing messages to other people um Getting them caught up in things that are not legal. Well, uh, and finding innocent people that don't realize that things are not legal, right? Um, That happened to me. I didn't realize that a certain activity to be a brand ambassador for a company using my vehicle uh, would... they, They did it real... Dirty. They did it real dirty. Um, they were listening in on my prayers in the privacy of my home through through this smart device. Uh, my husband did advise me it is spyware and to be careful. The last time I had seen him, uh, and he'd mentioned it a few times to me. Um, I didn't think that they would drag me into this political drama that they have been doing all over the nation but apparently uh, my brand has grown too much and it has been a threat to them so although the revenue is not there yet they wanted me taken out of the competition so they knew they had been paying attention that my previous job uh, there was Uh, Sexual harassment, three counts of it, I had reported reluctantly um, because a man, a leader in the company, told me that I needed to report it because I'm a human being and I deserve to be treated with respect at the job. I knew that, but I didn't want to report it because I didn't want to deal with the ramifications of reporting something that was uncomfortable for me to speak of. But I reluctantly did it because it was now impacting another employee's day job. And this particular person was an HVAC technician that was selling the most the company had ever seen a person sell. with was zero callbacks, was making good revenue for the company, and it had impacted their um, ability to show up because they didn't like how I was being treated. And they also were experiencing some forms of racism, and I had witnessed that as well, and I had reported that they had... Covered it up. They had completely uh, tried to just make it all disappear by forcing me on mental health leave, paid administrative leave. And so while I was on this paid leave, I had received, or somewhere around there before, a few days before, or after, somewhere. The timing of everything is a little blurry, but I've already since submitted the paperwork the documentation, the images, the evidence to our FBI crime unit. I received this group text message and I had looked and researched the phone numbers and one of them was a government agency. So I said, okay, this must be a legitimate group text to apply. They had invited me to apply to become a brand ambassador for this this organization and get paid. It was a temporary thing get paid $500 a week for a minimum of 10 weeks up to 16 weeks just to drive around town and wear their sweatshirt, their branded logo, and to have a logo um, put on the outside of my vehicle. Now I'm praying to the creator asking for clarity on this situation, being patient with it, although I knew that I was going to need money coming in because I felt like this job is going to end soon. And I'm praying aloud, Lord, if this is the direction you desire for me to go, um, I need this decal. I need this decal situation to be removable from my vehicle so it doesn't damage my vehicle. I need them to pay for it all. Um, I need you to bring me clarity on this situation. If this is where you desire for me to go, make it um, a simple onboarding process, application process, and um, then I'll know it's from you. If it's if it's not simple, if it's complicated, or um if it doesn't seem legitimate, Lord, make it evidently clear. And in their email application process they sent me it included specifically that they would be removing the decal after the time and that it would not damage my vehicle. So they were listening in specifically to my prayers. It's sickening. I looked up the organization that I would be representing this particular energy drink um, in the particular country that it was representing from. They had very strategically looked up my, they knew my favorite kind of food because the top leader of this contract, government contracted organization had been to my house in 2020 where I lived and bought me the particular food in that genre of food and so they used that information against me and I got conned I got got real good the organization is a legitimate organization and the sponsoring financial group that they were partnering with was a legitimate organization in the state that I reside in a medical group they got me so good because they used real businesses that are legitimate and they used my prayers that I had been praying with the phone in the car I was praying in my vehicle one day I was praying at home they were extremely manipulative with my devices, breaking all kinds of federal laws. And they think that they destroyed this person's soul, trying their best to take me out of a competition that someone had added me to, that I didn't add myself to. There's this contest going on. uh, I've known about it since 2020. They've added these roles, these mental health global ambassador positions, to every country in the in the world. I was told by a former business mentor um, that uh, put a hit on my life. Uh, she told me that I was in the running, and so there's all these political groups that are paying all kinds of money to have people behave in certain ways, and they're threatened by my presence. For whatever reason, I don't think I am the S-H-I-T, but I do know that I have been called by the creator of the universe and they were so fed up that I continue to pursuing this purpose, this life purpose, even though revenue is not coming in, even though they've completely blocked my website for over two years from receiving sales. I cannot receive any sales on my Move Happy website. They have completely blocked it 100% and they got pissed. So then they went to my personal bank account and got me involved in this thing and um, they sadly tried their best to get me to look like I had been committing fraud but the creator has given me wisdom and I slowed down for a whole weekend and prayed and fasted and just asked for clarity I'm like I don't understand why these people keep attacking me why these people are doing so much evil towards low-income individuals that are trying to make a difference in this world I'm not low-income because I'm a low person in society. I'm low-income because I chose to be a teacher <laughs> and for a while, and there were no jobs in the teaching market. And then got into sales, but my dad, his cancer came back, and I, I couldn't work six days a week with the seventh day still kind of working but not getting paid for it. So I worked in a psych hospital, and that's where this Move Happy thing started. And I made this program for my patients using all of my professional years of experience, curriculum, development. And I used the expertise that I had been trained in while being paid as a health educator with the U.S. Army and Air Force. I used all of these skills and trainings to provide a program for the patients out of love because they were so kind to me the year that my dad died. And the program grew so successfully, we actually made three paid programs, paid billable to the state of Washington. I was promoted in seven months to a position that my boss told me no one in 30 years was ever interviewed for. And I not only got interviewed for the position, I got the job. I beat out another person that was licensed in therapy because she didn't have the experience. All the patients knew my names, were spreading word, were becoming my brand ambassadors, wanted me in that position. And sadly, legislators decided that they were not going to support mental health yet again. It's the first thing, if you live in the United States, it's the first thing that taxes get cut. Then it's education after mental health. No one wants to fix the problem that they believe is the individual's problem, but it's a societal problem. And most of the patients that were in there had co-occurring disorders, meaning they had an addiction to drugs or alcohol. But there are so many legislators that lead our nation that have their own issues with drugs and alcohol that use illicit drugs that don't want to change the situation because they're a part of the problem and it is what it is. Uh, Some people desire to just make money. Some people desire to just focus on their own families. Um, I didn't grow up in a family that focused on ourselves. My parents uh, brought me around others, brought me to church on a regular basis and it was the leaders in the church that encouraged me to focus on others, to to get my mind off my own pain and volunteer, um, have philanthropy, go on mission trips, um, volunteer in the community, and watched my mom and my aunt, my dad's sister, I watched them sing for like, I don't know, 30 plus years together in old folks' homes and do it without asking for any money, use their own gas money, use their own time. Because they believed that that was something that they were called to do. Being patient in this world is something that I have learned through the examples in my upbringing. So although they got my personal bank account shut down and also my nonprofit account, Aaron Nicole Ministries, that is... Uh, the non-profit arm of Move Happy for veterans and first responders. That was shut down during this whole thing with this bank scam, although the monies were not at all connected. No one at the bank, no one at the medical group could explain to me who decided that the situation was fraud and that it was not a legitimate offering. They had actually signed the name on the check, Oprah Winfrey, whoever did it. So they, they got me real good. I didn't notice it until after I was calling the hospital group trying to figure out what in the heck was going on. And finally this lady told me, Aaron, it's essentially like someone threw a brick in your window and stole your purse. That's what happened here. They took $1,800 from my bank somehow they stole um, 1800 from my bank. They stole 1500 that my mom had sent me in an emergency when I asked for help. Uh, my mom had sent me some extra money I didn't ask her to send, so she lost that extra money. And so I'm in the process of paying my mom back. I'm in the process of paying the bank back over what the thieves had stolen from me. And I still choose to focus on happiness because I am alive this is petty, little, silly children behavior, but we're adults. So they're doing everything they can to try and destroy my joy, to, to, to try and make me look uh, like a criminal. And I am not the only person that this has been happening to all around the United States. Uh, when I went through the professional hacking of my businesses in 2020, uh, the particular person that had scanned my computer for free uh, was a guest on my show. He used to be one of the original cyber security professionals of Apple. Um, he's also worked for Microsoft. Um, he's working for, I want to say, like a Fortune 5 company now. At the time, he was working for a little bit smaller organization as their director of IT 1300 employees was um, the size of the company he was working for at that time. And he, he told me when I was in safe housing, we had a phone call because he wanted to help me because he cared about me as a person. And he said, Aaron, I don't think... I don't think the person that you were seeing could have been involved. I think what happened, he said, we see this a lot in cyber warfare is, um, and this happens from Asian countries specifically. There's one in particular, that's one of the largest Asian countries, um, that has the most population in the world. You can put two and two together. What they do is they personify when they know you have a relationship, business and personal, they will hack into both of your accounts. They will message each other, communicating with the other person, making it look like 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 you're sending him messages, he's sending you messages to get you guys to fight each other so then you no longer in a relationship and you're no longer in business. And then ha ha ha, and then their business succeeds because they're actually your competitor. And I was like, okay, this is a life or death situation. Like this person would have been put in prison for a long time so I decided to not uh, file charges against this person because it was so confusing. But that was the advice that was told to me. So I imagine similar things are going on all over our nation. We had experienced so much cyber warfare attacks in 2020 that has been ongoing. What I believe has been happening is the people that we owe money to have called us to pay out. I believe we don't have the money to pay for the trillions of dollars we are in debt to, and so they said in exchange. This is just my own wisdom. This is this has not been fact checked, but this is what I'm thinking is going on. They said, "Okay, you don't have the money to pay out. Well, allow us to hack into different businesses all around the nation and take their." Intellectual properties steal from them no one will know because cyber warfare is such a new thing that's what I believe has been happening all over the nation and they're choosing the opposing political party that's not in power right now that is this is what I believe is happening because there's all of these cases all over the nation if you look at the news for all of these Political leaders all of a sudden are randomly getting their houses broken into and they're randomly getting found guilty of things. It's so easy, and I've witnessed this personally going through it myself, how easy it is to set someone else up. But the thing about Warfare is that, and this is what my husband told me, there are no laws when war is going on. Anything goes. And the creator of the universe is in charge of it all. So no matter how many people take payments to do illegal things, government contractors that work for top-level leadership in our country and other countries, that are paid off the books. No matter how much of a sellout you are, there will always be people that do what is right, no matter what. You will be found out, and if you won't be found out from others... Your conscience will kick in. I'm an incredibly patient person, and I will move and I will go and change direction, whatever the Creator desires for me. My life mission has always been to lead a life with love, it's simple. I am a child of the Most High King, and I do know that I will never understand everything that is within the Old and the New Testament. There's no way I would understand it all. There's no way I would have it all memorized. I don't think that that would benefit me to have it all understood and memorized. But a pursuit of understanding the Word, a pursuit of understanding, how to live a life of love better, how to be better, how to do better every day. That is a life worth living. I remember telling um, one of my friends uh, from the 18 to 20-somethings Bible study group that I was a part of in college. um, This was a few years after we graduated. We were going on a a hike with um, his buddy. And I said, there's so much religious talk in the church I just to me that doesn't make sense. I I just lead my life with love. I try to be kind to other people. I try my best to be patient with other people because I remember there was a scripture um there was a conversation that people were asking Jesus when he was walking on the earth, what are what are the most important commandments? I want to say was the question. And he said to love To love your God uh, with your heart, soul, and mind. And to love your neighbor as you love yourself. like Those are the two most important ones. So that to me was that love. Loving of God. Loving of the deity. Whatever you identify your deity is. Maybe it's Buddha, Allah, nature. Whatever that is. And to love your neighbor. to, To be kind to your neighbor. Those are the most important things. So that's what I've chosen to try my best to do and there are days when I have a bad attitude maybe maybe too much stress has impacted me and then I'm cranky Um, so I'm not perfect at it but if I have wronged someone I do my best to go to that person directly and apologize to them and ask for their forgiveness because that's how I was raised Um, that's how you make amends with people so that bitterness doesn't take root Um, it's an easy way to fix a wrong, just to apologize, to admit that you made a mistake and to move forward. It takes a lot of humility to apologize to someone and understand that not everyone has been uh, exposed to that kind of behavior. But I believe... And my husband believes this as well, because we had discussions about this, that a lot can be improved upon when people right their wrongs. So I'm excited for the day when the Judas in our circle that took the payment to have me taken out of this world and has been allowing for theft for two years of my businesses and now my personal and my nonprofit um When they apologize to my husband and I in front of our top level leaders, it's going to be the day that forgiveness takes place Um, on their end because I've already forgiven this particular person. Um, But it will be, I believe, a way to bring both political parties together. There's a rising of women in leadership. There's a rising of women standing up and speaking up because I believe we've had enough of the men and their tactics of violence that we are ready to show different ways of how to lead nations. I believe there is power when men and women and those that identify as they them there when we learn to work in unity. Traditionally, I believe that men are the leader of households. If you're in a traditional household with husband and wife, um, I that's how I... I would love to lead my family when we're united again. And if there's children involved, um, spiritual head of household is the husband, followed by the wife and the children, and um, God is in the center in my belief system. The creator of the universe is in the center of your relationship. The children see the example of mom loving and respecting dad First and foremost, and dad respecting mom, kids come after that. Same thing with businesses. But there has been so much disrespect of the vulnerable in the world, of the employee, kids getting abused anyone that is on the low end of the totem pole and that there has been an uprising of protection over those that have been bullied long enough I'm incredibly patient when it comes to Uh, personal circumstances my husband when we first got married told me that the creator of the universe spoke to him when he was in the shower and told him that he needed to be interviewed on my show so he entered himself into my business uh, he'd before that desired to be in the shadows private Um, was told from his team that he was not allowed to have his face on social media and no one, no one knows what he looks like. And when he told me that the creator desired for him to be interviewed on the show, I was like, okay, well, this will validate, um, everything that I have shared about in 2020 being protected. Um, and what, what a romantic story of, of becoming the wife of your hero, right? It's such a such a movie. It'll be a movie one day. Um, as long as they pay out the royalties to the family members that protected me, I'm fine with that. So I interviewed him on the show. It became reality that I was married to this person, that I wasn't BSing. And a few weeks later, that's when I got a call out of the blue from a person that was supposed to be a friend to me, but my husband told me that everyone has a price. Money changes people. I said, no, money does not change people. Money accelerates who you already are. and i have this incredible gift of bringing people together this is a supernatural gift that the creator of the universe has poured through me in darkness people people that are focused on money desired to use that against me and my family And that's why I continue to have protection. I don't know who is protecting me, but my phones get hacked into often and I don't have access to uh, regular things on social media. I have since let it go. It doesn't bother me. The only thing that bothers me is when I'm not able to reach out to my mom because nobody should be able to block you from calling your family, but it is what it is. Sometimes I'm not able to reach out because the phone doesn't work so uh, luckily I have her number memorized and I can reach out through other people's phones when that happens since making the truth revealed about uh, being uh, married to my hero of 2020 and I've had to be patient because we've been separated. We've been separated. Um, it, Initially, I thought that he just was not able to be married to me, but no, he was assigned to protect me, and someone decided to try and separate us to find his location uh, from the other political party. Instead of respecting their elders trained them, They decided to be a sellout and focus on the money. But love wins every time. I choose to forgive. My husband and I choose to forgive this sellout, this Judas in our circle. so when the the wrong has been corrected in front of our top level leadership that is all the actively in charge leaders and those that have been previously that are alive still and their spouses because spouses bring great perspective (laughs) when they set this meeting up and apologize in front of our top-level leadership and promise to never behave in this way again towards me and my family. I believe that will help to bring our nation together. I'm incredibly patient, but time is running out. And my husband and I married each other because we love each other. And I want to make sure he is protected, that he is taken care of in his last few years on this earth. None of us are guaranteed tomorrow. Help me to be honorable to my husband by bringing him home. He will not come home until there is peace and harmony between both political parties. And that takes top-level leaders stepping in and apologizing, correcting the wrong, shaking hands, and moving forward. A country united is a country that no one can take down. A country divided through manipulation, cyber warfare, personification from other countries, hacking in and pretending to destroy our relationships within our country, make it easy for us to be taken over it's, it's up to our top level leaders to decide do you want us to be taken over or do you want us to be strong united it's up to you the things we learn about in elementary school in preschool emotions, behaviors are no different for adults than kids adults are just big bodied kids and sometimes we all need to be reminded to keep things simple a song came to me earlier today and I had hopefully Got the message out to uh, the right people. It's called eternity with me, no matter what. No matter what happens, I'm grateful for the 21 days or so that I had with my husband. I might not ever get to see him again so if you are going through a challenging season or maybe you're not sure if you're going to be married anymore or maybe you lost your spouse overseas and they're fighting know that you're not alone I will always say good things about my husband because he's a good man no matter what it looks like externally externally I know he's been protecting me so that I'm not involved in all of this political BS, but the opposing team pulled me in by breaking laws, committing felonies, and hacking into my equipment illegally. Justice will be served. Justice will always be served in the perfect time. So don't forget to be patient. All right, thanks so much for listening, guys uh if anything maybe this just like keeps you in a good attitude that your life isn't so bad maybe who knows um if this show added any value to you today if you learned anything go ahead and screenshot the part that most stood out to you and write a couple of sentences and post it on your favorite social media channel uh feel free to tag us um We're pretty much everywhere, but we're not posting on social media until the creator says we're allowed to, and that's when Judas, in our circle, his name's not Judas, by the way, and we're just easily identifying the name as the sellout. Uh, When he corrects his wrong, then we'll be back posting again. If you desire to donate to our nonprofit, sorry, you can't right now because that bank account has been shut down. But you can hold on to your money and save it and wait until the day when we're able to donate uh, to create a new bank account to start it back up fresh again. And as I am closing out this show, uh, the other phone number is getting a call right now, which tells me that they're listening to this right now is beautiful. It's, it's been happening regularly. They try to interrupt my, my thought patterns and it's okay. The message will be get sent out if it's supposed to be sent out because the creator is in charge of it all. Love you guys so much. All of you, even those that are copying me, even those that are stealing from my intellectual properties, and you're demonstrating to me that I have value if you're willing to steal from me. It all belongs to the Creator. None of it belongs to me. So I'm not attached to the gain or the less. I'm just trying to bring more love to the world. And if you copy me and do it too, then that means that there's two times the love so i win no matter what (laughs) don't forget to tell someone you love them today and we'll see you next time